Information competition dominated headlines this year as Russia deployed familiar tactics to justify its invasion of Ukraine and deflect blame for violence against civilians there, while China echoed its false claims. Social media platforms have been the primary focus of these conversations, but they're not the only avenue through which misleading, corrosive narratives reach global publics. Both Russian and Chinese state media have had success through another, less well-understood vector, dominance in search results. My name is Jessica Brandt, and I'm policy director of the AI and Emerging Tech Initiative at the Brookings Institution and a fellow in its foreign policy program. And I'm Valerie Wirtchafter, a senior data analyst in the AI and Emerging Tech Initiative at Brookings. Today, we'd like to talk about our new research in collaboration with the Alliance for Securing Democracy, which looks at the success of Chinese state media in co-opting search results for terms related to Xinjiang and COVID, two subjects that are geopolitically salient to Beijing. Before we dive in, a word on why search engines matter. Research consistently shows high levels of public trust in search engines, and recent studies suggest that users tend to view them as neutral conduits of information, believing users are in control of what they find. That means search engines can be a powerful avenue for autocrats to shape the information environment. With this in mind, we wanted to see how Chinese state media fared when it came to exploiting search engine results. So we compiled daily data over a 120-day period on 12 terms related to Xinjiang and COVID from Bing, Google, and YouTube. Then we classified them based on whether they originated from a known Chinese state media outlet. So what did we find? Chinese state media are remarkably effective at influencing the content that surfaces for the neutral term Xinjiang. Searches for that term regularly return state-backed content and news results, with at least one Chinese-backed outlet appearing in the top 10 results 88% of the time. On YouTube, that number was as high as 98%. This finding demonstrates how easy it is for users to stumble across state-backed content, perhaps unwittingly. Less surprising, but nevertheless important, search results for conspiratorial terms yielded a high volume of state-driven content. Take search results for the U.S. military-backed facility Fort Detrick. YouTube regularly returns state-backed content, usually around five of the top 10, or half of all results each day. Similarly, Unit 731, a subplot in China's effort to connect the origins of COVID to Fort Detrick, appeared on the first page of search results for new searches every single day of data collection. Interestingly, pandemic-related terms were less likely to return state-backed content than terms tied to Xinjiang. This may be the case because COVID topics have received enormous attention from a diverse range of trustworthy media over the past two years, making it far more difficult for state-backed outlets to shape related narratives. It could also be that due to widespread efforts to combat COVID misinformation, tech companies have altered algorithms and moderation policies to prioritize authoritative content, but have not made the same adjustments for other topics. Because of China's extensive content hosting and influencer arrangements, our research likely underestimates the prevalence and prominence of Chinese state media in search results. In our data set, we captured at least 19 different sources that aren't officially affiliated with the Chinese government that regularly republish Chinese state media content verbatim. Counting these sources alone would increase the total number of Chinese state media occurrences in our data by nearly 10%. And we know that's still the tip of the iceberg especially because content hosting agreements are not the only place where state-backed media flourish. On YouTube, Chinese state narratives are also spread by influencers. If we included only known influencers identified in a single prior study, that would increase the number of Chinese-backed media hits in our in top YouTube search results by 27%. 
these influencer relationships may be even more difficult to identify than syndication networks because they're generally opaque. So what can we do to address this problem? Search platforms could apply clear labels and where possible link to the original source for Russian and especially Chinese state media content that is hosted, reposted, or syndicated elsewhere. They could expand the practice of labeling websites belonging to state media agencies and officials in search results because doing so provides important context to users. They could provide notice to users when search result quality is suspect, drawing on a practice Google has implemented for breaking news events. They could provide greater transparency on how decisions regarding state content are made, and they could exchange information with one another on potential responses to this vulnerability. Authoritative outlets also have a role to play. They should reconsider syndication agreements with state media that do not have appropriate controls to ensure editorial independence, and at a minimum, they should improve disclosure and labeling practices. Whether the dominance of Chinese state media and search engine results is a deliberate strategy or a byproduct of the volume and freshness of their content is unclear. But what is certain is that more can be done to improve the quality of search results and minimize the way in which state propagandists exploit search engines to spread their messages, particularly around contested topics or in times of crisis.